Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Come to this uh, second week of Advent, where we always are met with uh, John the Baptist. Well, this this year in, in your city, we get two weeks of John the Baptist. We get John the Baptist Part One today, and John the Baptist Part Two next week. Um, but uh, we, we do continue that, at least for that first that first message in in John the Baptist of, of peace and promises and these lessons today really do tie into that, that theme of the second candles we've been looking at, um, and we will be looking at the theme of the candles um, this Advent season of, of peace, um, and the true peace that the Messiah is, is coming to bring into the world where all flesh will see the salvation of God. Um, we, have in, we have in Luke's Gospel so Luke, again, as he did in the birth narrative, we haven't read the birth narrative yet, if you remember, right from Charlie Brown's Christmas, uh, <laughs> lying is going and saying the whole birth narrative, right? And, and we have the birth narrative. So Luke likes to set these things in historical context, sort of like in, you know, in the year 2021 when Brian Kemp was governor and Joe Biden was president of the United States. He's, he's, setting, he's setting up these things. Right in this year, Tiberius Caesar was 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 reigning as, as emperor, and Pontius Pilate was the governor, and Herod the tetrarch of this region, and Caiaphas and Annas are the, the high priests. He's, he's telling you when these things take place, and in this, amongst these people that you see as powerful people, God is going to bring forth. Salvation into the world. God is beginning that that new thing that already came in the nativity scene that happened a couple chapters ago or chapter ago. But now the ministry of the kingdom of God is about to break forth, and those things that Isaiah promised of of comfort to those who are exiled, which is this passage that we have. Um, the voice of one crying in the Lord is prepared. The way of the Lord is, is really from the, is from the 40th chapter of Isaiah, which begins with that exact same hymn that we just sang, Comfort, comfort ye my people. You who are exiled in a foreign land, don't worry, because a day is coming when I'm sending forth the Savior. A day is coming when I'm sending forth my, my chosen the one who's going to come and bring peace into the world. Prepare the way, and on that day, the high places will be lowered, the low places will be filled in, the crooked places will be made straight, and there'll be a clear shot to the kingdom of God. And so it's no small wonder that John the Baptist is, is at the Jordan. Uh, Baptized. There's a couple. There's a couple things, right? That images that, that go along with this. The first is that the first is that as salvation is coming to the whole world, baptism is that that initial ritual that Gentiles will undergo if they want to come into Judaism. And so, if you want to to all be allowed to be in the temple and to worship as a Jew, the first thing you do, even before 
anything else is to be is to be baptized. So it's a, pre- a preparation for this formation of change and shift that is easily recognizable. And also, as we'll see more next week, um, as, as John the Baptist says, don't presume just because you're a son of Abraham that you're that everything is okay. In, in setting up the same thing, this is necessary for everyone. Not just for not just for these people or these people or these people or these people, but you're okay. We're, we all need to undergo this this baptism of repentance in the same way. Even Jesus, remember, goes and and says, "No, I also need to undergo this because it's necessary to set forth and prepare the kingdom of God." The second thing is that it's in the Jordan River. And remember, the Jordan River is where the people of Israel crossed right before God led them into the promised land. For 40 years, they're wandering in the wilderness, being prepared to be obedient and to follow and to follow God and to be led as, as God's chosen people into the promised land. And so now again. Israel's being led into the wilderness to the Jordan to cross through. This time not to receive a land of bounty, but the Messiah of Christ who's coming into the world. And so it's this, this peace, this, this preparation that John is, is calling Israel into. But something new is happening, something that's going to affect everyone, even as you feel like you're still in exile. Because remember, Israel might be back in their home, and they may have the temple, but as we just hear, this is the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar. Pontius Pilate is the governor of Judea. Herod is the puppet king of Galilee. You don't really feel like you're not a prisoner still. You don't really feel like you have your own nation back. You still feel like you're in exile in your own country. And so this this prophecy of comfort and peace to the exiles is what John the Baptist proclaims. You may be in exile. You may feel like an exile, but the time is coming when the kingdom of God will be revealed and you'll come home. And this is exactly what's in, to, to an extent, in Malachi as well. A little bit different, they, they again, but, 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 sort of, but sort of similar. The temple's been rebuilt. It's been about a generation or so after um, the Jews have been allowed out of that Babylonian captivity and they're back. But things aren't really back. But there's there's been drought, there's been famine, there's there's economic, there's inflation is on the rise. Things aren't so great. People are giving blind and and lame offerings to God because because like that, well, at least I brought something. Malachi, usually we only we usually Malachi is only in church for for this passage that everybody knows. Bring the full tithe into the storehouse 
that there may be food in my house and put me to the test, says the Lord. I don't know if that's preached in many Episcopal churches, but y'all you ex-Baptists know this <laughs> pretty well, right? Like, bring the full tithe in. If you don't bring the full tithe in, God's going to get you. But this, but it is, it's a, it's a, it's a passage, it's a whole book, actually, that's really addressed in a strange way to, to the priests and the Levites. To call the people back into community with God. Um, in, in many ways, it's a, it's a strange, a strange book in the Old Testament, which may be why we only read four verses of it ever. Um, it's a strange, it's a strange verse. Because unlike all these other all these other books that are like judgment is gonna happen, and this you're gonna get carried off because of this, and too late for you, the day of the Lord's coming, and the horses and the rider, and all the, you know, like, all the other minor prophets. Malachi is, is, is really saying, no, God is faithful. In this time of return from exile, when it doesn't seem like God is still the same God that brought you out of the wilderness into the land of promise, no, God is the same God. And you need to remind people that God is the same God. You need to call the people into a deeper relationship. You need to form them, much like John the Baptist is doing in the wilderness. You need to invite them into a deeper relationship. And it's sort of not um, ironic that, that we're, we're in this, this season right now, and, and still really in the midst of this pandemic, right? What we, we sort of are coming back from exile, but not entirely back from exile. And we're still concerned about economics and stability and shutdowns and this and that and everything else. And, and God gets pushed aside. And God is saying, be refined in the fire. Be washed with a fuller soap. That is, let's, let's get everything out of us that's impure and come back. And it isn't a, it isn't a, a, a judgment passage where it's too late. You've been mistreating the widow and the orphan for too long, and you're going into exile. And your name, your kingdoms. This is no. We're going to change, and I'm going to be with you. And if you do this, right, I'll be here. In fact, we did. We didn't go all. We couldn't add any more verses to to Malachi three one to four. It's too long. Go all the way to seven. Which says, return to me, and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. I mean, this is really a, a, a message of peace and promise. Return to me, and I will return to you. Come back to me, and I will come back to you. I will be here. This is before the whole tithe into the storehouse, right? This is, this is a message that God says, I am your God. And I want you to be my people. 
And this is the message, ultimately, that John the Baptist is proclaiming as well. The peace of God is coming into the world. He uses words like, beware ye brood of vipers, that we'll hear next week. But, but still, in the midst of all this, this is like it, it's still good news. The kingdom of God is coming. You just need to be refined, prepared, formed. Return to the Lord, and he'll return to you. Don't be consumed with Tiberius and Pontius Pilate and Herod and droughts and famines, inflation, and everything else. Be consumed with the glory and grace of God, who's coming to make the high places low, to fill in the low places, to make the crooked path straight, and to bring into fullness of peace 